1: Hey everybody, in the Clinch MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media Network free feed, Paul Fontaine alongside Ryan Frederick, and uh, we're back, want to thank you all again for listening, and uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the feed if you haven't done that already, and uh, Ryan, we're uh, back to normal, we got a show to look back on, and we got a show to look ahead to, so um, might as well get right into it, Uh, UFC kicked off 2024, uh from our favorite place the uh UFC apex in uh las vegas nevada going uh head to head with uh t n a in the same uh in the same city and uh t n a outdrew them <laughs> well of course but I know i know.
2: like it matters so i know i know uh but uh i thought it was a good show. <laughs> And um, but Bed TNA didn't make fifteen million dollars on their show, though. Uh, it might not have made fifteen dollars. Um, so if um,
1: uh, before we get into the uh, results, um, what happened to uh, the Manel cop fight? I didn't even. Uh, I, I did not um,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mate, Mateus and Manel Cop, were supposed to be in the co main event. The, uh, yeah. Arguably the most anticipated fight for, well, for me personally, but for a lot of people. But the uh, missed weight. Uh, okay. Three and a half pounds. He, may, he oh. weighed 129 and a half, and Nicolaou refused to fight him at that weight. So, as he should. So,
1: yeah. Um, is that, so, has he had weight problems before?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, can't remember off the top of my head how many weight problems he's had but this is i think his eighth uh, canceled fight
1: since yeah. he joined the UFC. Last one was 2021 yeah. uh, against Odie Osborne. Uh, so yeah, just yeah. looking at at his history here. And, so yeah, yeah I mean, he's
2: he's had, he's had close calls too, so Okay.
1: Well, he uh yeah, that's that's going to be rough for him because Wait, I mean, so. I I think I predicted him to win the UFC flyweight title by the end of the year and he might have to move up to bantamweight if he doesn't get that yeah, probably shit started out. So, yeah. Probably yeah, so. But uh we did get the main event and uh it honestly it was pretty much what i expected it's how it felt like the first fight was going um you know and and i know that megamed Ankalaev was a big favorite in the first fight and then he kind of before the illegal um uh, knee uh happened he was kind of dominating walker and looked like he was going to probably finish him early anyways and th- he opened at this fight as an even bigger favorite and uh, and he he held he held serve. He uh, uh, knocked out uh, Johnny Walker midway through the second round. Um, just planted him, and uh, yeah, just I mean, this is this is the result he needed to uh, get himself into title contention.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people were talking about why he isn't fighting fighting for the light heavyweight title because he's you know arguably d- deserves the shot. You know comes off that draw with Yamlikovich, but it, we talked about it last week in a preview. He just tends to have boring fights. He needs finishes. He needs to put on some performances that are going to get people amped up to see him and, you know, and the promotion amped up to see him in the title fight because the promotion doesn't want to send out a, you know, a main event that they know is going to go 25 minutes and be boring. Boring, you know, and that was a factor with Uncle I, and he did exactly what he needed to do do here. finish Johnny Walker in the second round. look good. Uh, Walker was doing okay at the start start of the first round, but Uncle I started coming on with a lot of leg kicks in the first round that Walker was not checking and doing a lot of damage. And then second round, a brutal right hand knocked uh, Walker down and then just a follow-up shot right to the nose. Looked like it shattered Walker's no- nose because he was like holding his face. Right away, and you can see his nose bleeding. But perfect win for Uncle Live. Perfect showing, showing for him. Did what he needed to do. It's calling out Alex Pereira for a uh, UFC 300 for the main event. Don't think, don't think he'll get that fight at that date because I don't think they'll they want Magomed Uncle Live headlining UFC 300 even after this. But uh, but yeah, just the showing he needed to to have to get a title shot.
1: You know, it's uh, it's actually his sixth knockout now at light heavyweight. So, I mean, that's, you know, the record's 10 in, uh, in UFC. So, you know, it's, you think of him as a boring decision fighter, but, you know, he's had, has had some, uh, has had some finishes and, uh, this was really impressive. And, um, you know, at the perfect time. He absolutely needed it. I mean, uh, I surely would want to see him now against, you know, if not fighting in a title fight, probably against, you know, a top three guy, uh, you know, fighting for a title shot. So. Um, Yeah, very, very good performance by him that, like I said, kept off a pretty good show. Um, We had a we had one great fight and we had a lot of finishes. Um, So uh, I suppose we should talk also before you get into the full results, unless he was going to be one of uh, your three stars. But I I, I, I think I think we should talk about Jim Miller, but I don't know what you think. Unless we just want to save him for the three stars, because he's going to be one of the three stars. Did I lose you, Ryan? Oh, I lost Ryan yeah, there for yeah. a second. Yeah, you're, you're back now.
2: Okay, there you go. Unplugged. Yeah. So you heard me? Yeah, you, yeah, I heard. I heard everything you said. But yeah, okay, I was, you want to talk about Jim yeah. Miller? Well, yeah. I mean, we, we can. You know, well, let's just make
1: new, him one of. Let's just make him one of section. our three yeah, stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, he,
2: yeah, we'll talk about more about him later. Just you know, kind of yeah, plans yeah. for plans for him. But yeah, he's one of. Do your three stars. Up, Make him I'm your going first, first on three stars. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jim Miller. Jim Miller. Number one always yeah. is going to be number number one. Uh, yeah, just I mean him and Gabriel Benitez. You know that first round was kind of close. You know, both yeah. Miller's leg kick, Miller's leg kicks were. Doing a lot of damage, but then he took over in the second round. Was landing more combinations. Combinations was landing more combos in the first, but took over in the second. With the combinations, and the and the takedown dominated on the on the ground. And then Benitez tried to start a comeback in the third, but Miller got him down. Was going for a rear naked choke, but had like a face crank on. And Benitez tapped, and yeah, extended his record most UFC wins of all time, all time most UFC fights of all time. Uh, what is that like uh, what it's his oh. second str- second straight win it's won five out of six six you know I was looking up his record the other night and you know Jim Miller might be the most beloved fighter on the roster right now or definitely one of the one of them one of them but he's only had one fight outside of the apex since they have been since they wow. gone back to Turing, Turing. since they went back to Turing Turing, uh, what was it? 2021, uh, April, 2021. Uh, he's had since April, 2021, he's had one, two, three, seven. Four, seven fights, six inside the apex. That's ridiculous. Like he needs to be fighting in front of crowds for the rest of his, rest of his career. He has no business being in the, no. being in the apex. I kind of wish I was at the shows cause I'd really like to grill Dana on why he said a year ago, we got to get out of the apex and they're just going back and back. But, uh, yeah, Jim Miller. And uh, you know, I don't think he I think he took, you know, the right amount of damage to where he'll be fine for UFC three hundred. So my number two star, uh I'm going Jean John Silva for number two just cause God, that, that was a brutal beating he had of Weston Wilson. And Silva looked great. Like like they uh his walkout was almost as long as the fight. Which is crazy because the five was, <laughs> yeah, his walkout was nearly four minutes. So my five was four minutes, twelve seconds. But he looked just like he looked like a ferocious, a ferocious dog. He was barking like a dog. Had the Dudley boys glasses on, <laughs> on just everything. Like this was his USC debut, and he could not, ha- he could not have come off better during the, in that. And then my third star is going to be Joshua van. I've been talking yeah. about him ever since before his debut. Flyweight guy to look out. Flyweight prospect to look be on the lookout for. Same thing happened in this fight that has been happening is kind of slow start in the first round, but once the second round came on, he just battered Felipe Boons until he got the finish with thirty seconds ago in the second round. Looked really good. Twenty two years old. Got to be watching out for it one twenty five for the next ten years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, All right, I am going to start with uh, Nicholas Moda for my first star. Um, He upset uh, Tom Nolan, who uh, came in, you know, doing his UFC debut off the Contender Series as a a decent-sized favorite. And Moda, he had that last fight with Trey Ogden that was stopped when it shouldn't have been. And, uh, And he was the one that, like, was winning that fight, right?
2: If I'm remembering right. That was so quick that, you know. It really hard to say who was winning well no but like no, the hog he... the hog did fight no the hog Ogden, Ogden was winning that fight oh
1: okay so he he got lucky like because yeah. yeah okay sorry my my bad so he needed this win though because he had he had lost to uh manuel torres before that and you know he's kind of in desperation mode here and uh he looked really impressive uh kind of said as much in his post-fight promo as well uh second fight second star marcus mcgee you Talked about coming out like a ferocious dog. I, I, I thought you were talking about McGee, um, because man, he just looked like a killer here. And uh, the poor, um, uh, god, I already forgot his name, Gaston Bologna. Um, yeah, he didn't know what hit him, and uh, this is his fifth straight finish. Uh, at, you know, uh, three in UFC, I uh, had two coming into UFC, and uh, he's a guy. To definitely keep an keep an eye out for at uh Bantamweight. Um doesn't even look like a Bantamweight. Like I, you know, I just looking at him, I think he's a lightweight. Like he's just he's just really, really put together really well. And uh my uh third star, we'll give it to uh Bruno Ferreira, uh, you know, the other finish on the card. Uh knocked out Phil Haas with uh, five seconds left in the first round. Just a brutal knockout. Phil Hawes went down like I mean, it was so weird the way he dropped, like, it was like, he just went to bed. Like, he's just lying down, just flat, but not like, you know, like, sometimes you see guys and there, they look like they're like stiff or whatever. He just looked like he, okay, I'm done. I'm taking a nap now. And he was just like sleeping. And, uh, and he got nailed with a couple more shots before uh, the ref could get in there and stop it. But uh just just a brutal knockout and, and it took him a while to get up and uh Bruno Ferreira is another one 11 and 1 now at middleweight um you know he he lost in his uh not his UFC debut but he lost his last fight got knocked out as well so i mean you look at his record and it, the, every single fight he's been in has been a KO most of them in the first round including the one he lost so i mean exciting fights uh by any stretch and uh and I just want to give honorable mention to uh, Mario Batista and Ricky Simone because they had a hell of a fight and I can't believe it wasn't fight of the night. Cause I freaking love I that gonna, fight. I was going to say the same thing when I was recapping them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you uh, do your recap now, but uh, we had a lot to choose from
2: here. And uh, you know, there's even some of the decisions where I thought were pretty good fights. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, should, 11 fights total ended up on the card. Uh, so it kicked off with Flyway fight. I talked about Joshua van, uh, Finished Felipe Boone's four minutes, 31 seconds in the second round, TKO punches. Then Nicholas Mota finished Tom Nolan in 63 seconds. Uh, very impressive finisher, Mota. And then, uh, featherweight fight. I, I talked about Jen Silva, uh, TKO win over Weston Wilson, four minutes, 12 seconds in the first round. Then we had our first decision, Freed Basharat, uh unanimous decision over Taylor Lapoulos, 30-27 across the board. Uh, Bacherat, really hit the first and third was a lot of pressure and lots of takedowns, and bas- ultimately that made the difference because Lapoulos was unable to get much offense going and he was under constant pressure for Basharat and uh, good showing for Basharat and good win for him, and Lapolis, Lapalus, you know, it's a disappointing result, but, but you know, I don't think any, he's going to be hurt too much by this loss. Then we had uh, Marcus McGee, second-round TKO over Gaston Boyanos, and they closed out the prelims. We had a welterweight fight, uh, Preston Parsons, unanimous decision, 30-27 over Matthew Simelsberger. You know, upset, upset right there. Simelsberger did take this fight on short notice, but Parsons just – outstruck him and dominated in the grappling and that was that was basically the story of that fight uh, and then kicking off the main card we had a heavyweight fight waldo cortez acosta uh, unanimous decision over andre Arlovski, 29 28 across the board this fight was if uh if you could predict how this fight was going to go probably went how you how you would predict it just very kind of not much on the feet you know arlovsky actually did good in the second and kind of was – he was a little bit in the third, but Cortez Acosta was uh, landing the more damaging blows. And, of course, they were both taunting each other. Arlovsky gave, gave Cortez Acosta the suck it sign at the end of the fight. So <laughs> – so, but, yeah, Cortez Acosta, went for him. Arlovsky, you know <laughs> – I don't think he's done yet, uh, but, you know, you wonder if we're going to still see him or, or not. Every time he's on a card now, it's like a surprise that, oh, they're keeping him around. So, Yeah, so, but, I mean, he didn't look bad at all. He didn't yeah. look bad. He didn't look bad, but Cortez, I mean, yeah, he's just he's just on that mid-level heavyweight. Yeah. You know he's a 44-year-old heavyweight now, so, yeah, so I yeah. So can't expect much from him anymore. Then we had the middleweight fight you talked about Bruno Ferreira uh first round knockout over Phil Halls 4 minutes 55 seconds. I wanted to mention Halls that's four out of his last five fights he's lost by brutal knockout in the first round. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know, you know, I'm not one of those guys that ever says oh this person should retire but he needs to give a long look at his career because he's that's a lot of brutal knockouts Knockouts in the, in recent times. Then we had the bantamweight fight. Uh Mario Bautista, unanimous decision of Ricky Simone. 30, 27, 30, 27, 29, 28. Really fun fight. Uh Bautista, it was it was just a striking in the second and third that really took over for him, for him. And uh Simone Simone did good in the grappling in the first. First I thought it was close. Could have got it either way. I actually gave it the first to Simone, but Bautista definitely won the second and third. And Great showing for him. That's what five or five wins in a row for him, for him moving up, moving up the rankings. He'll be uh, when the new ones come out. He's going to be number 14 at weight So six in a row now. Batista Sorry. and McGee next. Let's do it. Yeah, I think I think Batista's above that now.
1: Mm, now
2: okay. you know being ranked. You know he needs a ranked opponent yeah. now. Uh, then we had Jim Miller, uh, third round submission over Gabriel Benitez in the co-main event, and then Magomed have knocking out Johnny Walker two minutes forty-two seconds in the second round in the main event. So back
1: to Jim Miller for a second. He uh, he made us a lot of money. Um, <laughs> because if you be, if you did our bets, yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, we went, I mean, we, we all our props were right. Um, yes. your, your parlay didn't come through. No. Um, but I, I did the math and I just looked it up on my betting record because I actually put bets on every one of these. And, uh, so on, uh, five, on six dollars bets, like if you put, you know, if you, if you bet the parlay and, and also did all the props, I bet three hundred dollars, and I ended up with five hundred ninety-four dollars. So I almost doubled the money. Yeah. Um. So it was, nice. it was a good night. It was a good night. Um. And uh, yeah. So yeah. Just uh. We'll uh, We'll try to give you some more this time. We'll try to keep this run going. Um. And uh. And and uh, see what we can do with uh, UFC two ninety seven in a little while. Um. Obviously no uh no viewership uh, numbers. Um. I don't know how many people would have been watching this because everybody streaming was watching the that Kansas City Chiefs game, um, and that that well, I guess it was this was almost over by the time that started, right?
2: Uh, this was over at halftime. I know okay, that halftime, because- yeah. Because I switched right over. Yeah, because <laughs> right it was... Over, right over during the Uncle Live interview. I was like, I've had enough. Let's go to the game.
1: Yeah, I was I was surprised at how... Because they were just moving through this. They weren't kill, kicking any time because I think they knew everybody won. Probably even the fighters
2: themselves wanted to watch a football game. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, plus, you know, plus... plus they, they tend to get through these Apex shows on ESPN yeah. Plus pretty quick, too.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I started watching at six and uh you know central time and i was done by 8 30 i think or you know 8 eight i fin i because i caught up in the main event um so you know with all the finishes and uh you know and, and wasn't a ton of in-between stuff so uh performance bonuses went to megamed ankaleev jim miller bruno Ferrera, and marcus mcgee so uh somehow john silva uh didn't get uh didn't get a, an award which Surprised me and Nicholas Mota as well, but uh, you know, I guess you know whatever Dana is only going to give four
2: uh, on the I, I, I don't even think Dana was at the show. Oh, okay, yeah, he's probably at the football. I didn't even. I don't know. He was in Vegas, he probably probably doing something else. If you want to ask, maybe me. he's
1: at the TNA show.
2: <laughs> not not like no, it. he's probably playing <laughs> blackjack at Red Rock with Bob Manary and well, they were there. Yeah. Steve. There you Bob. go. If you've been watching Dana White's Instagram, he's at the Red Rock Dam two, three in the morning every, every, oh, wow. every night with those guys. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to be at, uh, at the Harris Laughlin, uh, in uh, 24 <laughs> hours. Um, although when you're listening to this, I'll already be there. Um, so yeah, and I'll be playing blackjack as well, but probably not the same stakes as uh, Dana's playing. No probably. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, let's look ahead. We got the, uh, our regional MMA schedule here. Um, I got it up here already. So, uh, we got another, uh, Well, it's a one Friday show on YouTube, so it's not an Amazon Prime show. That's a Friday morning from Bangkok. And then Unified MMA uh, 55 on UFC Fight Pass from Toronto. Um, And uh, that is uh, Friday night at 8 o'clock. And uh, then we got an... That's a little appetizer. Nice little oh, appetizer yeah. for this weekend. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, for nice uh, for ne- next night. Probably, I bet you there'll be a lot of guys from UFC at the show. Yeah. um, And then we got a UAE Warriors show from uh, Abu Dhabi on UFC Fight Pass. I that would,
2: real, is... quick, real quick, I actually think they're doing Dana White's looking for a fight at that show. Too, oh, really? So, oh, cool. Yeah. Um. So
1: this Abu Dhabi show has uh, Alex de Silva, former uh, UFC fighter, I believe, in the main event uh, against uh, Dinaslam Kimabov. Uh just quick, taking a quick glance because I know my boy uh Jesse fights on these shows, but I don't see him on this TV
2: one. So. Yeah. Mark yeah, Clamaco, um, he, he I don't know if he fought in the UFC yet or he was on no he was on the road to the UFC show. Trent Gurdum looks familiar. I think maybe
1: where have I seen? Him? Oh, Ryzen. That's where I've seen him. Um and uh, he's fought on some of these uh UAE Warriors shows as well um and Super Fight League which I used to watch um and uh believe it or not and KSW uh you know the big European uh, uh promotion is uh, got a show on Saturday afternoon these are really like the biggest shows in the world outside of UFC and in some cases they they're even bigger like I think they had a one show last year that did like 40,000 or something like that um so this is from Poland uh the uh, Marius put put or whatever his last name is, is not on the show. But uh, Bartos Fabinski is in the co-main event against Eliad Zerni. Uh, doesn't seem to be any other names I recognize. But that is K- KSW on uh, on Fight TV in uh, the States and also on uh, the Fight Network here in Canada. And yes, uh, US, okay, USD 297, we'll talk about it a bit. And uh, there's oh, another, another UAE Warriors card on Sunday afternoon. On uh, UFC Fight Pass, uh, just seeing who's in that one. Anybody? It uh, doesn't look like there's any big names on that one. Did I miss one?
2: No, that's it.
1: That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, nothing else. We're into next week already. So, uh, but the big one, of course, is UFC 297, and uh, so that is going down as you mentioned earlier from Toronto. And uh, main event for the UFC middleweight title: Sean Strickland and Dreykus uh, Duplessis, um, and uh, and of course the co-main event: Raquel Pennington and Maria Myra Buena Silva. But we'll talk uh, a little bit about this main event. Uh, Sean Strickland obviously uh, won the title from a uh, big upset over Israel Adesanya, and uh, immediately they went to this Du Duplessis match, which originally Duplessis was supposed to fight Adesanya. But uh, he wasn't going to be ready in time, so that's how Strickland got the fight. And Strickland, as we've talked about on this show, uh, seems to be gaining some popularity among uh, UFC fans. Uh, you know, he's kind of a bit of an underdog, um, but, you know, solid fighter. He's won three in a row after, you know, having a stretch where he had lost two in a row. And, you know, was pro- you know, pretty close to being like kind of, not necessarily out of the UFC, but certainly out of title contention. And, uh, you know, the right place at the right time, that big win over Abus Magomedov, which I think was kind of set up for Magomedov to, you know, get an impressive win and maybe rocket him to title contention and kind of worked out the other way. And, uh, and here he is defending his title in Toronto first pay-per-view of 2024. And, uh, I, I'm not sure. I feel like this show's got a little bit of buzz. I, I don't know about you, but, um, I just, maybe it's cause I'm in Canada it's because I, you know, Sportsnet and uh, I watch a lot of stuff on Sportsnet, so they're like they're all over this, and um, you know, and so with TSN, like they never talked about uh, UFC except for when it was on, and whereas whereas Sportsnet is is all over this show and they're talking it, you know, so they they're doing a really good job with this. So, um, but uh, what do you uh, what do you think about this one?
2: You definitely got a little bit more buzz up in Canada than it does here. Does okay. here. But, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough night with going against that juggernaut in the NFL, NFL with, you know, the Ravens playing, playing. And then you got the Packers and 49ers game at night. That's going to be, Ooh. it's going to be tough, you know. And they've been, they've been, you know, if you bought it, if you're like me and you bought it by today as we're recording Monday, Monday, you got that discount on the pay per view. But, uh, but yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know sean strickland he's he's a character that's for that's for <laughs> sure and it's first title defense and surprisingly he's actually the slight favorite you know right now as things stand right now right now and uh of course you know things got a little heated last month you know at the when they were doing that press conference hyping up title fight, title fight strickland duple c you know they uh Exchanged a lot of low-level insults. You know, I can't really remember exactly what was what was said, but it wasn't good. It wasn't the good kind of trash talk. And then, of course, during during the show on UFC 296, during the show, they're shown on they're shown on camera seated near each other, which is a mistake. And of course, Sean Strickland tries to attack Duplacy. You know, during during the show, you know, so they got in the brawl in the crowd. So, kind of surprised we haven't seen any seen that used yet in like the buildup, you know, when they were doing the video packages on this past Saturday night show, but I'm on record saying that I didn't think Sean Strickland's uh, title reign was going to last long. And I said that I said previously that I think Drake gets two places. wins the fight. And I still feel that way, feel this way. I think he's just too, he's, you know, he's so fucking thick. For 185, <laughs> yeah, like he's a big dude at 185. He's not. I mean Strickland. When you look at the guys he's beat, he's beaten lately, like Imovov and Magomedov and Adesanya. No, if it's those guys, But they are not built like Druka C. Play C is. Druka C is, and he's got a lot of power. Uh, you know his the big thing Strickland's going to have is pace and conditioning. Like that's that's how he wins the fights, you know, and wearing down, wearing down people just with that jab, but he's gonna eat eat some hard punches from Dupley C. I think Dupley C. is a better grappler, and honestly, hits better on the feet. Strickland may be more well-rounded on the feet, and Strickland's got great coaching. We know that. Uh, you know, it's it's a very intriguing matchup. I just think Dupley C. you you know it's gonna finish him and uh be be, be the new middleweight champion.
1: I talked earlier about, I um, can't remember who it was that I mentioned. Was it Marcus McGee who yeah. had had all those uh, you know, early fights and, and finishes and everything? Um, so every single fight that Dreykus Duplessis ever had, except for uh, his uh, decision to win over Brad Tavares, has, uh, has, uh, been, has not gone the distance um yeah. and uh most of them have been first or second round so he is what he's 20 20, 20 and 2 with 19 finishes um in UFC he is 6 and 0 with f- five finishes and uh you know um it, it, they don't always end super early but they don't go you know, they don't go the distance in most cases. Um, And that Brad Tavares fight, like if I'm remembering right, like he dominated him and like Tavares easily could have been finished, but he was just, he's a tough dude and wasn't going to go down, you know, and he's beat some, you know, big names, you know, Brad Tavares, Trevin Giles, Darren Till, Derek Brunson, and Robert Whitaker. Like that's a murderer's row, Um, you know, and arguably he's faced tougher competition, you know, other than on Sonia than Sean Strickland has so um i uh yeah i kind of tend to agree with you although i don't i think if he wins it's going to be by finish like like he always does but i i don't think it's going to be early i I think he's going to wear him down um and uh because strickland is a tough dude and uh and he's not going to go down early but but i think he eventually will go down um and then uh this uh this co-main event uh is uh for the bantamweight title, and it's you know, we've talked about this before, arguably the weakest division in um in UFC. Uh I, I I'm not even sure it's arguable. Um, the uh women's bantamweight. This is for the vacant title that Amanda Nunez vacated. Um Raquel Pennington, uh, you know, longtime uh contender. I, she fought for the title once before, didn't she?
2: Uh or, yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah really Really, one sided loss to Amanda Nunez down in Brazil. Yeah, right. And Myra Buenas Silva, of course, beat former
1: champion Holly Holm. Decision was overturned, uh, you know, due to uh, drug test failure, but it was not a performance enhancing drug.
2: Due to stupid uh, drug test failure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she gets the title shot anyways. And prior to that, she had, you know, uh, she had won her pre- three previous fights. So it was a, uh, you know, well deserved. She's. Arguably the top um, bantamweight in the division right now. I mean, there's no real clear-cut favorite, so this is a good... I guess you know a lot, a lot of people would probably think Juliana Pena, but she's it's so hard to tell with her because she's so inactive. Um, she's you still know. apparently hurt. So Yeah. Yeah, originally she was going to be in this fight against Pennington,
2: right? Uh, well, possibly Bueno Silva. I don't think they oh, were. good, Silva, <laughs> okay. Even though Pennington deserves it, I don't think they were in any rush to... <laughs> give it to her unless it was the only option
1: yeah i mean you know and i I, you know she's won five in a row but she won five in a row four four for them by decision
2: and not necessarily Uh,
1: exciting yeah and And the 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 win over Vieira was um i most people had her losing that fight if i'm remembering right um you know she she got the split decision but uh I, i might be thinking of a different fight but yeah i mean she you know she's the opposite of uh the guys we you know, the guys we were talking about earlier, Marcus McGee and, uh, darkest two plus I think her last eight fights, seven of them gone the distance. Um, yeah. so, uh, you know, and the only, she finished off Macy chase on, um, in, uh, you know, in, in who was terribly overmatched in that fight. So, um, yeah, not, you know, this one isn't gonna,
2: um, gonna, uh, is right. I, just light- a, I just looked at the, I just looked at the MMA decisions and, uh, all these stupid pop-ups on this site but uh oh, yeah okay. i think i think it was like 2 out of 15 media members gave it gave it to Pennington so yeah, yeah. so yeah, i was remembering that right okay
1: I, I usually sometimes i sometimes i get things right um and they're also in a death spot because um you know mike malott you know depending on how that fight goes um you know and you'll give your three fights to watch or whatever but he's a guy that is trying to build into their next canadian star and uh and and he's fighting in the uh, you know the featured fight right before the two title fights. So if he somehow gets a win over Magny, and especially if he gets a finish, um that crowd's gonna be, you know, they're they're not gonna be terribly into this women's fight. Um, but I how do you see it going? You figure Silva's gonna win and then you know defend against uh Pena when she's ready?
2: Yeah, I figure Silva's gonna win and I don't think it's gonna be terribly exciting and you know I don't have much to say about this. Like the division is just it's so lackluster right now. They need—I don't know what the hell's going to kickstart that. Kickstart one women's one thirty-five, but it—it's—it's it's a death division right now. Right now, it is no defense. No offense to anybody in it, but I mean, the division was ruled for so long by Ronda Rousey and Amanda Nunez and every every other woman female in that in that division basically just has swapped wins and losses for the last. 10 yeah. years, 10 years. It's hard. It's been, you know, home had her little spot, spot, you know, as champion for, you know, three months. Misha Tate had her little spot as champion for three months, you know, and, and, but, you know, but ever since that, you know, since 2011, it's been Ronda Rousey or Amanda Nunez, Nunez at top, except for Pena's little little run yeah. that lasted for just a very small amount of time. time. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be, It's gonna be different having somebody somebody new as champion, but but you know Myra Brunasola, she's talented, she's talented as hell, and uh, you know she was fighting at what one fifteen and one twenty five, yeah. She was fighting at one twenty five, she looked like she looked like she's gonna be a contender at one twenty five, one twenty five. But you know it's kind of just you know got it ran into some losses and and was getting you know getting some weight gained gained on her, getting bigger as she got older and. The move to one thirty five has been great for four four wins. You know who can we're calling the Holly Holm fight a win, win. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's the right weight class for her, and uh, you yeah, know she's I think she's gonna win. I'm not, and I'm not terribly impressed by Pennington. She's good, but but yeah, like you know I think think Silva is the better better choice and the better hope for champion of that division because she she can at least have some exciting fights. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: I mean, you know, and, and beyond Pena, yeah. I mean, then you're talking about, like, you know, Tate and Home, Like, I, you know, and, and like, because there's nobody else. I mean, Ket, you know. Caitlin
2: Vieira, you know. Yeah, you know,
1: you know yeah. And, and, you know, if you want to, you know, say that she, you know, should have won that fight with Pennington, she'd probably win another one or two fights and get a title yeah. shot.
2: The funny thing is the division would have been helped so much had Shevchenko lost that last fight. Yes. Grasso and just said move said she was gonna move back up but even then like she would she have continued to fight if she had lost that that well or we might have
1: we might you know if she moved to 135 we might just get another five years of her you know like just beating all these women
2: i mean i'm 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 envisioning in a day day down the road where aaron blanchfield is forced to move up to 135 and you know she dominates that division
1: yeah and she's young enough now where she could have a good run silva you know she's 25 or 32 so you know she could have you know she could have four or five years left. Pennington is yeah. already 35. So you know, she's been doing this for a long time. Um, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, not terribly uh, interested or looking forward to this fight at all, but it's there. Um, and uh, so uh, give us your uh, three fights to watch.
2: Yeah. Uh, first one is going to be the main card opener. Arnold Allen against Bob Vloyev in a featherweight fight. These are two high level featherweights. Like this could, this could have been a main event on a fight night card. You know, especially one overseas. Arnold Allen, twenty nine years old, old, coming off his first UFC UFC loss, which was to Max Holloway. That's no, you know, that's not yeah. a bum loss, right there, right there. Before then, he had won, won nine in a row, in, yeah, one, two, three, four, six, ten in a row. Sorry, ten in the row in the UFC. See, twelve in a row overall, and uh, was looking good on his way to the title shot. Got the hiccup against the Holloway. You know, has a fought since April, so looking to get back on track. And Ivaloyev, a guy who's never lost, seventeen and zero. One knock on, including seven wins in the UFC so far. Only knock on him is he hasn't had a finish in the UFC. It's all been des- been decisions. Can he get a finish? Uh, Arnold Allen's going to be super tough, tough to finish. But uh, yeah, very intriguing fight right there. 2 high level fighters right there and the winner's going to be right there in that title mix Uh my second one is a featherweight fight Charles Dordain against Sean Woodson Uh Dordain always tends to be in exciting fights fights he's going to have the crowd behind him Canadian you know Canadian you know local local and well, least he's from, from he's from Quebec yeah from Quebec I thought he might be yeah. from Toronto but uh but yeah, one two in a row. Uh coming off that submission win over Ricardo Ramos in September. Has looked good lately. Sean Woodson, tall, tall guy, six two featherweight featherweight. Uh he's you know, he's had a good run in the UFC. He's won let's see he's got one loss and a draw and four wins. So he's won four, four out of six. And you know, you know, hasn't ha- hasn't lost since the Julian Rosa loss uh nearly yeah, nearly like four years ago. So yeah, that's gonna that'll be a that'll be a decent fight right there. Actually, a really good fight. And then my third one is gonna be a women's strawweight fight: Jillian Robertson against Pollyanna Viana. Uh, Robertson, yeah, you know, she tends to she tends to either get finished, or she tends to either get the submission, or it goes the distance with her losing. So uh, she she's always somebody who's gonna be very active and looking for submissions and looking for the finish finish and uh Pollyanna Vienna is very very kind of similar to her you know viana has got eight submission wins out of 13 out of 13 has been submitted a few times you know Robertson she's got what I think nine nine out of 12 wins by submission so so I can see them having a very solid ground ground battle right there you know two pretty exciting women fighters
1: So the only undefeated fighter on the show is uh, Avluev, who you talked about. So I want to just highlight a couple of uh, Canadian fighters. And um, one of them is uh, making his UFC debut. And it's actually an interesting thing because he's fighting another guy making his debut. Both came off the Contender Series, and they actually fought each other on the Contender Series, which I'm sure you would have mentioned in your preview. Um, But, uh, you know, they... um, uh, they, Tavares missed weight for their first fight, but, um, see, uh, series CD knocked him out anyways. So I'm, I'm curious about why they're rematching them, but, you know, I, I think maybe it's just to get series CD a nice win in his, uh, hometown because he's yeah, from, I mean, uh,
2: Burlington. What is, uh, they, uh, yeah, they both, uh, I think what is it, today, stay one and the Tavares won like a month later. Yeah. On the, yeah. On the contender series to get, to get him him a contract and yeah
1: so there maybe there was I don't remember but there might have been some extenuating circumstances about you know maybe he took that first fight on short notice or something like I don't know but uh yeah it's it's weird that they're rematching them again cuz they fought in October and uh or September and they're fighting again already like you know 5 months later um and then uh, the other one is Mike Malad who I mentioned earlier and uh you know it's 10-1 and 1 I've talked about him a lot on this show his brother uh, you know is uh. Plays for the Winnipeg Jets, or really their farm team, but occasionally he plays for the Winnipeg Jets. And uh, biggest fight of his career. Uh, biggest showcase. You know, third from the top. Well, I guess the same place he was in in the Vancouver show last year, but um, fighting his biggest opponent, for sure, Neil Magny. Okay, so, yeah.
2: uh, I remember the It's Tavares fight. I just gotta remind-
1: Okay, well, you, yeah, you, we'll talk about it when you do yeah. your preview. So, a lot of Canadians on this show. Um, I think uh, there's only three fights that don't involve a Canadian, so they they. Managed to scrounge up nine Canadians to fight on this card. Um, or is it 10? Uh, no, it might be 10. Um, so, no, nine. Eight. Eight. I can't count today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Nine. Okay. Never mind. Ryan, Play. preview. There's nine Canadians. Play. Play. Okay. So, Malcolm Gore. Uh, Jasmine. Yeah.
2: Lenice. Johan. Laniece. Robertson. Robertson. It's today, City. today, yeah, Jordan nine. 6, Katona 7, 7, Barrio 8, eight. and Malat 9. Malat, nine. I, why was I counting
1: 10? I don't know, um, yeah. but I counted yeah, 8, I, I counted yeah. 10, I, so it's 9, 9, <laughs> we nine, got it straight. 9, nine. yeah, nine
2: there, was to be, there was supposed to be more, no, there wasn't supposed to be more, that was it, that was it. No, okay.
1: they, they did, no, I mean, the closest would have been, I mean, I think
2: uh, Rocket has, has fought here that was that was originally yeah. going to on this card, but all right. Well, anyway, uh, this show uh, kicks off at six thirty Eastern time. First three fights on ESPN. Well, actually, all the, the entire shows on ESPN Plus. No, nothing's being broadcast on really ESPN wow. shit channels. Channels. Wow. Uh, so everything, of course, the pay per view, you know, extra charge. But anyways, the first three fights. The early prelim card. ESPN Plus six thirty Eastern time. Kicks off with the flyaway fight: Malcolm Gordon against Jimmy Flick. Both of them in must-win situation. Loser could potentially be cut, so big fight for both of them. Uh, then we have a women's flyweight fight. Jasmine Jesuda Vicious against Priscilla Cachoeira. Jesuda Vicious wanted to fight on this show. She got an opponent, Cachoeira. You know, <laughs> we've talked a lot about her on this, on this show. She lost her last fight to Miranda Maverick, win, and she was doing some shady shit in that fight, as she always does. She's, you know, fish hooked people. She's She's tried to pull tops off of opponents. Opponents, you know, hopefully Jesuda Vicious will avoid any of these potential fouls that are coming. And then uh closing out the early prelims, welterweight fight, Johan Lanace against Sam Patterson. And then for your four-fight featured prelims at 8 Eastern Time, kicks off women's strawweight fight, Jillian Robertson against Pollyanna Vienna. And then the bandwagon fight, Sarah Sade against Ramon Tavares. As Paul was saying, it's a rematch of of the uh contender series fight Tavares missed right but it was a controversial uh stoppage it was an early stoppage when oh. Tavares Tavares down and they stopped it immediately and Tavares was not popped right up was not hurt protested the stoppage so that's why oh, that's why Dana we're, called we're, it we're the mentioned. worst stoppage he's ever seen yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. Which okay. is you know, Dana Dana says a lot of things. Dana's full of hyperbole, yeah. but but yeah, it was a bad stoppage from what I remember. Right. Okay, I remember, I remember yeah. this now. Yeah. So uh so yeah, proper rematch for them for them. So uh, then uh, we have the featherweight fight, Charles Rodane against Sean Woodson, and then closing out the prelims Bandamite fight, Brad Katona. first first post went in tough for the second time, uh fight. He's uh fighting care Arnfield. And the main card, five fight main card, nine, uh, nine Central Time, ten Eastern Time, ESPN Plus pay per view, kicks off featherweights Arnold Allen against Vloyev. Then the middleweight fight Chris Curtis, uh, the action man Chris Curtis against Mark Andre, and Barrio, then a big welterweight fight Neil Magny taking on Mike Malott, you know, good good chance for Malott to break in, break out, and this is a big fight Magny's tough, you know, UFC welterweight wins leader, so yeah, it's a big fight for Milan, and then we have their two title fights co-main event, the vacant women's bantamweight title, hopefully we'll have a winner after, <laughs> at the end of the night, we've seen some strange stuff happen in title fights lately but Raquel Pennington taking on Myra Bueno Silva, and of course the main event Sean Strickland defending the UFC middleweight title against Dracus DuPlessis
1: DuPlessis alright, I got my uh, my props ready alright, I'm gonna write them down yeah, okay. uh, alright, alright Katona and uh, and Garrett Armfield, that fight's going to go over two and a half rounds. It's probably going to go the distance, but wow. yeah, I do believe, because Katona's fights always go the distance. Um, Mike Malott is going to beat Neil Magny. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say whether it's going to be in the distance or by points. I just Malott's think he's going to a lot to win. Uh, and he is, well, he's a pretty big favorite actually. Um, which surprises me because Magny's ranked and a not, but that happens a lot. Um, and uh, Sean Strickland and Dreykus Duplessis. I'm going to play it safe here. And I'm going to say, it's going to go over two and a half rounds. Um, I, I actually think it's going to go, you know, maybe like into the fourth, um, but uh, I, I do think Duplessis is going to finish, but I don't want to bet. Plessy to finish because I don't know
2: weird things happen sometimes. Okay, um, right. yeah, so right. there we go we're for gonna, me. We have, have one one descending thing, but first okay. off, uh, first off, uh, I got to do this one. Raquel Pennington, Myra Silva over over three and a half rounds. So, okay,
1: so yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah,
2: I'm doing Katona. I'm going Katona by sus- submission. So, okay, so yeah, he's got some submission wins, three. That's what our so that's our dissenting. Yeah, that's our dissenting. Okay. And uh for my parlay, my five leg parlay, it's uh Dracus Duplace C, Chris Curtis, Brad Katona, Charles Jordan, and Sam Patterson.
1: Oh, and you're a, picking against some Canadians here. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um yeah. well again yeah, against two, yeah. Um and a fifty dollar bet on that will net you. Nets you a payout of nine
1: twenty-three. So. Nice. Um I will say it is possible Katona could submit um could submit him in, in the third, you know, late in the third and we yeah. both win. Yeah. So. Uh but as always, if you're betting, if you're picking between either Ryan or myself, best to
2: go with Ryan. I yeah, that's my uh, that's kind my of, kind of happened this last week with Jim Miller. You said inside yeah. the distance and I said by by submission and he got it both both, you know.
1: Yeah, we were I'm both sorry. right. But yours paid a lot better. Uh <laughs> your fifty dollar, I think it see if it's still up here. Uh yeah, I got uh it paid it was plus three fifty. So I got two hundred and twenty five dollars on my fifty dollar bet. Solid. Um, but yeah, but mine mine only paid one ten, so it was plus one twenty. So yours paid a lot better, but if he, if that fight had gone the distance, which it looked like it might, um, we were, uh, we we were both out of luck and Hmm. our, our profit would have been gone. So, yeah, it was a, it was a nice night for us. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, UFC 297 from Toronto on pay-per-view. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I'll be back for my holidays on Saturday. So I will be watching this on a delay because i am also uh, got a really good friend of mine. It's her 50th birthday, so a bunch of us are going out for supper. But I will watch this when I get home and it uh, should be a lot of fun. So check that out on Saturday night if you don't want to watch football. And, uh, yeah, so I'll take that off and uh here we go we got our uh we got to talk about i'm looking forward to this because uh i just heard about this and uh the uh, ufc saudi arabia which was originally scheduled for early march um and we don't have a location now i'm gonna assume it's gonna be at the apex um uh, but uh you know because there's only what six seven weeks um but uh the uh so what's the story here like the the public story was that they weren't happy with the card
2: yeah, yeah, I'll get, I'll get into all of it. Now, UFC hasn't officially now announced this, but Ariel Hawani on his show today, MMAR reported that the UFC Saudi Arabia show scheduled for March second was being postponed until June, and, and from what Ariel said, his sources are telling him was because Saudi Arabia was not happy with the proposed card that that it was. So. uh as far as an event on March 2nd and the fights that were currently planned, no idea. No idea if there's still going to be an event on March 2nd at a new location like the Apex, or if they just don't have a show on March 2nd and move fights elsewhere, there's no word on anything. Because, of course, like like I said, UFC has not announced anything. And as far as that, as far as the event being moved and the reason, not a big enough card, it's not a surprise when you look at how much money Saudi Arabia gives, gives like they pay, out the ass for LIV golf with all the top stars, pay out the ass for these big boxing matches, matches Tyson Fury fights, Anthony Joshua fights, Francis Nagano against Fury, Francis Nagano against Anthony Joshua, the Deontay Wilder. paying WWE $50 million. And they're wanting the biggest show, the big shows. They're paying UFC $20 million for this show, for the show. And it didn't, you know, for a fight night show, and what UFC was giving them was your standard fight night show. Yeah. But, but you know, the Saudis, you know, they they have expectations when they're spend, spending money and doing business with, with you. And they want bigger. And I guess they want Muslim stars. So what Ariel was saying on his show, which makes a lot of sense, is there's a June 8th pay-per-view that doesn't have a location yet announced. And Islam Makachev, Has been campaigning to fight on that June 8 show. So what Ariel was laying out, perhaps that June 8 show pay per view becomes a pay per view in Saudi Arabia, and they do do that there. I think you know ESPN. There's a lot of a lot of things. I think ESPN as a as the pay per view provider, you know, they only want certain amount of events that are gonna be. Outside of the prime UFC viewing hours, they know what the prime UFC viewing hours are, and the shows that are outside those viewing hours do less buys. So you know, if that's a pay-per-view show, that's hurt ESPN. ESPN. But uh, would know, they
1: would they maybe ask for a cut of the uh the money that the UFC is getting from Saudi Arabia? Then
2: I I I couldn't begin to tell you to tell okay. you what they, what they To me, that what would that on, would make sense. But, go on, but yeah, this is just definitely an interesting thing and you know but but you know when you're doing business with with these people they have expectations and i know i know the ufc mentality is you know treat these fight night shows especially ones that are going to be airline on espn plus like this one was as a way to build up people and you save the stars stars for the pay-per-view shows but saudi arabia wants stars so it'll be interesting to see see what happens there
1: um i mean it it it, it, i just found it was really weird when this was originally announced and they said it was going to be a fight night because that just doesn't seem to jive with what you know saudi arabia typically is going to want um and uh so i i just thought right away it was weird unless they were just going to load up the fight night like they did with that ufc note show but then of course then you're hurting your pay-per-views by doing that yeah um so I, the the only possible thing I, I wonder if, you know, they might be able to snow the Saudis in is if they could maybe convince, you know, some, like, maybe book some fights with some older stars, you know, that have big names but aren't necessarily contenders. Uh, maybe uh, they would buy that because that's kind of what they, you know, with WWE, like,
2: you know, they were all about The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels yeah, and stuff like that. That's also two different sports, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. imagine that. I can't imagine that. They're going to they're gonna want, you know like they're gonna want is here you know i'm thinking they, of like bj
1: pin diego sanchez you know like stuff like that like guys no, with names you no, know like, those
2: guys are those guys are done fighting they're not gonna well, bring y- back, yeah they're but, not gonna bring back bring back guys they got rid of guys who retired on one fight deals that's not gonna happen
1: okay you know, so yeah well, gonna,
2: in other words they they're gonna they need their muslims is what it is they have yeah. a lot of muslim fighters fighters on the car you know makachev chemayev those guys those are the guys that yeah, and and
1: they had for, some some of those guys booked for for this you know like yeah they had you know, Muhammad Yaya, Yaya, yeah
2: yeah Zawadi but it's because uh, they don't have a Makachev or or a yeah. for for it you know that's probably the big key big factors.
1: Bilal Muhammad you know get him yeah. on the show. Um I mean I think it's probably a safe bet that you know he'll they'll find a place for him on this card. Uh, if they move it to june so yeah interesting i know topology right now has it listed for uh you know but i'm sure they're just guessing but they do have it listed for the ufc apex but yeah this um, just
2: happened like i said it just happened yeah there's been no ufc statement or comment on it so i
1: guess Dana will be addressing reporters tomorrow so they'll probably talk about that Uh, maybe maybe not who knows all right. um, But, yeah, uh, big story. And, uh, you know, and, and again, like, I don't think this is a failure on, on UFC. I know I saw somebody in our Discord, you know, kind of jokingly said, oh, you know, they can't be Booker of the Year now if they can't even keep the Saudis happy. And it's like, no. I mean, they, they asked for a fight night. They gave them a fight night. And so, you know, they paid for something that they didn't realize what they were getting, I guess.
2: Yeah, the whole funny thing is I wanted to bring up too is PFL the week before is doing a pay-per-view show in Saudi Arabia. Really? Arabia. But yeah, and they're doing it like I think like on a Friday afternoon airtime in in the in the states a pay-per-view show, it might be a Saturday afternoon afternoon, but it's an afternoon show show in the states with you know that they're doing supposed to do that first PFL versus Bellator and you know, then, so that's kind of late, late February. Yeah, late February, February 24th. That was the talk. It hasn't been announced yet, but that's the big, talk, big talk going around. And, and you know, Saudi's paying for that show because they're invested in PF, PFL. But that's going to be, you know, honestly, it's going to have the biggest names under the PF, PFL banner. But I don't see any of those guys being, you know, bigger stars than what the UFC could trot out. So it's just kind of,
1: yeah, but I mean, to an extent, what,
2: what are, what's Saudi Arabia paying them for? Well, I guess they invested in the company, like $5 million. Yeah, they they invested millions and millions of dollars into the company. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, weird. Very, very
1: strange story. But uh, I guess we'll, uh, more, more to come on this one. Yeah. Um. All right. So we uh we got news, and uh, we're gonna let start off
2: with let's start off with Makachev on that. Since okay. Kind of brought him up. Yeah. Since we, I kind of brought him up, brought him up itemless on the news, but yeah, Makachev said he wanted. He laid out his future. He wants to fight June eighth, June eighth. The plan, uh, you know, and he wants that fight against uh, Gaethje. He wants to fight, and then after that, he said he wants to fight the, uh, you know. Assuming he wins, which of course that's his plan. After that, he wants whoever wins the Oliveira and fight, and I think after that he said go up to 170 for that title. So okay,
1: interesting. Um, so I, you know, I always say about guys that are talking about moving up, um, they tend to be a little bit ripe for upsets. So yeah. something to keep an eye out for. Um, you brought up Jim Miller um or in when you're recapping
2: this show and uh ufc 300 i guess he's right on track yeah yeah he said uh he said you know he's gonna go see how his body body feels but he said the training is you know he, the training doesn't really affect him that much he's gotten smarter but for ufc 300 he brought up, he brought up a couple of names.
1: Yeah, we uh, names. we didn't mention this in the run. Yeah, that's why I was probably should have. That's yeah.
2: why. Well, no, that's why I was holding. I'll, okay, that's why I put this. I wanted to hold it off for the, for this because also because because I also wanted to bring up the replies from two of them. Okay, from, well, he he, uh, Paul Felder and uh, Paul Felder was the Paul Fel, Felder was the first one, first one he mentioned, and of course when me and you a few months back we were talking yeah. about talking about UF three hundred opponents for Jim Miller, we brought up Paul Felder because there was all. All that talk of him getting back into the drug testing program. Now it's going to be easier to get back on the drug testing program. Yeah. Doesn't have to wait the six months. All he has to do is submit two two negatives. Uh, uh, you know, Felder was there on commentary. They showed him. He had a smile on his face. Felder talked after the show. He said he's, uh, he's got some triathlons coming up. He's going to get in the gym. And the first thing he's going to do is talk to his wife and see from there. But you know, honestly if Felder's gonna come back, you know, he was talking UFC three hundred as a comeback, it's perfect. But if that one doesn't wow. work out, go I I
1: mean ahead. you say it's perfect, but as soon as Jim Miller mentioned it, and no, I'm not talking about Brock Lesnar. Um, although no, I was gonna get in too. a second,
2: I was trying to yeah. get your thoughts on Felder.
1: Yeah, okay, well for Felder, okay, like I'm looking forward to that one, but I'm I'm way more looking forward yeah, you're, to the you're the other getting, name. You're you getting mentioned. ahead
2: of you're getting ahead of, ahead of me. Yeah, here. yeah. Here, like
1: I mean, for me, like, I really want to see that second fight he mentioned. But yeah. Felder would be fine. Like, yeah. Felder would be good, actually. I mean, yeah. it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a fight we've ever seen. And, uh, you know, two, you know, longtime veterans. And, uh, you know, and it's it's a good test for Felder. Um, it's a good name for Miller. I mean, honestly, if Miller was to beat Felder, I mean, you know, he's he's damn getting close to being ranked. Um, you know, which is crazy. I mean, you talked about that last week, but, yeah. um, you know, but, but
2: I really, really want to see that other fight. He talks yeah. about <laughs> hold your horses, but yeah, the, the second one he mentioned, mentioned that Paul can't, you know, is itchy, it's, he did not talk about, he brought up Matt Brown and going up to yeah. fight Matt Brown, which, yeah, that does make a ton of sense to Miller's never fought at 170 said it'd be a test for him and Matt Brown has been talking about wanting to fight at UFC 300 so it does make a whole heck of a yeah. lot of sense right right now he's, he's really
1: small for 170 but yeah um you know I don't think that matters so, much with Brown
2: you know like yeah so uh,
1: yeah it's crazy so, and yeah, then of course it. he brought up Brock Lesnar as uh, you Is know because they both fought it they're both fought at UFC 100 and UFC 200 I think they're the only two the only two because John John screwed it up, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, I, you know, it's funny, like, I mean, it's ridiculous, it's never gonna happen, but um, I don't know who I'd favor in that fight, <laughs> like, because Lesnar hasn't fought since UFC 200, and you know, and, and uh, obviously Miller is literally half his size, but uh you know, like I, white, you know, white classes exist for a reason. Well, I know. I know. And, uh, but I thought it was hilarious when he called him out. Like, I just love it. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, it's not going to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, and, and then I saw people talking about we might as well just start talking about who he's going to fight. You'll see 400 at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that well, you know, seven years away, probably yeah. six, seven years away, but 46, 47. hell you know, we could, you know, yeah. Our is almost 45 and still fighting who knows yeah yeah uh but uh yeah well you know one one uh one fight at a time randy couture was fighting until he was 50 in the ufc so
1: and miller is not like he has not lost a step i mean you know there
2: wasn't he he a step it depends on your. well put it this way he's he's not as quick as he used to be but he's i think but but i think he's made up for it in other ways
1: yeah I mean, there was a time, you know, a couple of years ago when he looked like he was running out, you know, um, but but he's definitely had a resurgence in the last few years. It's a combination of good matchmaking and, you know, just good performances from him as well. (laughs) um you know i mean obviously that that last knockout he had looks really good until you consider the fact that he was fighting a bantamweight that took the fight on a week's notice um <laughs> but uh you know this one is good this was a good win you know um yeah. you know Mowgli coming back you know and and it was a good fight so um you know uh, yeah so uh will we'll uh will i'm sure we'll find out in the next couple of weeks uh you know who jim miller's gonna be fighting because that car is not that far away yeah um. All right. Uh. And then uh, UFC Mexico City. Uh. We got a
2: rematch now in the main event, right? Yeah. Brandon Moreno was supposed to fight Amir Al albazi Al had a lingering in- injury, injury that he just kind of he wasn't going to be able to fight. Fight. He was forced to pull out. So Brandon Royville stepping in on a short notice. Royville, you know, about six weeks notice. Just fought, fought for the featherweight t- or for the flyweight title loss. Lost to Alexander Pantoja, but uh, yeah, him and Moreno. It's a rematch now. The uh, uh, Moreno won the last fight. Yeah, yeah. just over three years ago. Just over three years ago. So yeah, that's sure. uh, your new Mexico City main event. So, so it's I, fight. It's a good fight. Yeah. Battle the Brandons.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. So in his last, that's uh, so that would be what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There'll be eight fights for uh for for him with four opponents. <laughs> yep. uh, for Moreno. Um but yeah, so it's I mean I don't think it loses anything. In fact, you know, in marquee wise it might even be slightly better. Um, you know, um but you know and and Moreno kind of dispatched him pretty quickly in that first fight. So um you know I'm sure the Mexican fans would like to see a repeat of that yeah um all right and uh got some new ufc main events
2: yeah outside of uh outside of whatever's going on with the saudi arabia show and ufc 300 uh we have main events for every other show on on the schedule through ufc 300 now so uh oh cool okay so uh ufc fight night on march 16th they moved the tai to ivasa versus marcin tabura fight from a from The Anaheim card from UFC 298 that's now headlining the uh March 16th fight night card at the Apex. So, five rounds that's a perfect Apex main event, yeah. Uh, UFC fight night March 23rd, also at the Apex, a uh women's flyweight main event. Rose Nami Yunus against Amanda Amanda Hebas.
1: Okay, so. hey, back to back, wait a minute, back to that March 16th for a second. Yeah. Taituli is fighting and not in front of fans. Wait a second, that's dumb.
2: They needed a main event for that show and so they just gonna do a shoey in front of
1: fourteen people. All right. Yeah, I hear yeah, your
2: dog. Yeah, he Must see a cat outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, and then uh USC fight night, March thirtieth, Atlantic City, main event, welterweight main event, Sean Brady gets Vicente Luque. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, there's there's your main events. For
1: All right. And uh, so UFC 300, we still don't have a main event, but we do have a title fight for that show. Yes, yes. I was going to yeah. go over it. During okay, the fight you'll get that in a second. Yeah. But no main event yet for that. Because no that, that fight won't be the main event. No, I, don't um, think, I think that'll actually be third from top. Oh,
2: cool. Okay. Um, so
1: we do have a bunch of uh, fight announcements as well.
2: A bunch of fight announcements. Okay. So for UFC fight night here in a couple weeks, February 3rd, uh, at the apex, they added Randy Brown against Muslim Salikov. They were supposed to fight at UFC 296 there at the end of December, but uh, I believe it was Brown. Brown got sick the week of the fight, yep. so they moved it back. And then uh, UFC fight night, uh, March or February 24th, in Mexico City. We talked about the main event change, but two other fights. Christian Cunone is against Rayoni Barcelos, and Claudio Puel is against Prius as I am Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip the March 2nd card because yes, they did no announce idea, really. a bunch of yeah. fights. But, you know, the most interesting one was Jazir roan uh against uh, Shamil Gazeve. But, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with those fights yet. Uh, the UFC fight night, March 16th, the one headlined by Tui Voss against Tibera. uh A couple other interesting fights. Uh, Tiago Moises against Brad Riddell at lightweight. Uh, Brad Riddell. Returning, he, you know, he t- took a bunch of time off after his last loss, but uh, getting back in there. And uh, at welterweight, Brian Battle against Ange Lusa, and then Corey McKinnon against Jacqueline Amarin.
1: We got to make sure and uh, remind our
2: boy Gigi to watch Brian Battle. I think he'll like Brian Battle a lot. All right, we will do that. And yeah, uh, yeah also, uh, USC Fight Night, March 23rd, the Nami Yunus Phoebus show, uh, Kurt Holobog against Trey Ogden okay uh also on that one sorry it's not listed but it was announced right before we started recording uh muhammad usman against chris barnett so the return of chris barnett heavyweight huggy bear he's got a new nickname now doesn't he i don't think so no
1: oh he's still huggy bear okay
2: yeah again okay yeah ufc fight night uh, atlantic city march 30th uh of course, we talked about the main event. Also, uh, Angel Pacheco against Callan Lofrin, Chidi Njokouane against Reese McKee. Julio Arce against Herbert Burns. And Nerselton Ruz- Ruzboev against Cedric Dumas.
1: Oh, your favorite that one, guy. That, um, that Chowlin Laughren, that's that Irish fighter That's yeah, you know, got a little bit of buzz,
2: right? Yep. yep yeah, fought okay. fought Lapolis on the Paris card and, and yeah. lost, but went to the right. Uh, the UFC fight night, uh, April 6th, going you know starting the afternoon of re- re- night one of wrestlemania at the apex so we have alexander hernandez against damon jackson uh norma dumont against the returning jermaine Durand-Ami. Durand-Ami- that featherweight or band-weight? bantamweight bantamweight okay. featherweight's done
1: so. no but i mean that's big jermaine durandamy hasn't fought at bantamweight in a long time her, since her last fight i believe <laughs> so, oh really oh i thought she'd been fighting featherweight okay no, never mind no, she fought
2: featherweight that one time
1: Okay, one well, she's
2: former belt or featherweight champion, though, I think. UFC featherweight champion. She fought or home, UFC?
1: Okay.
2: home, but then never defended it. So
1: Gotcha, okay.
2: Also, Ignacio Bahamondes against Christos Diagos. Melissa Dixon against Nora Cornole. And young Wu Choi against Morgan Charriere. And then okay. UFC 300, April 13th. Uh, the one we didn't get to, get to, it's got its first title fight. Uh, UFC Women's Strawweight Fight Championship. Zhang Weili against Yan Zionin. You know, first Chinese China versus China uh, title fight in UFC history. You know, big fight for that market, but uh, absolutely, I do think there's three title fights on that card, and that's going to be third from top in my opinion. Okay. So, and uh, and then also, Davis and Figueredo taking on Cody Garbrandt at bantamweight.
1: Ooh, that's a big fight. Yeah, um, poor Cody. He, Cody's
2: going to get wrecked. That's my prediction yeah, there. Yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of people talking about UFC 300 and being disappointed with the card card because they're trying to compare it to UFC 200. But yeah, UFC's not the super the star power is not as strong in the UFC as it was when UFC two hundred. If you look at who's on it for what they have now, I mean every fight so far has has either involves a champion or a former champion against somebody so. or a future champion in Bo Nickel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Drew nickel. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, it's not going to compare to UFC 200. The company doesn't have the stars it had back in 2016.
1: But but the but the funny thing is is like if you talk about just in terms of pure
2: like fighter quality, it might end up being better. Yeah, it's fighter quality. It's it's just yeah, the stars. And like I said, the UFC doesn't have the star power. When you look at 2016, and of course you're looking at 2016 through 2024 eyes, and it's like. It's like, oh, that show had Brock Lesnar and Jose Aldo and Frankie yeah. Edgar and Daniel Cormier and Amanda but, Nuguez, but even, and like Anderson Silva and Cain Velasquez. How many of those people are fighting still? None of them? So. Yeah. Well, but the, but the funny thing is, is even even if
1: you look at that, like you look at Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt, I mean, that would be like taking, you know, like that would be putting like, I don't know, like Derek Lewis against – um you know like junior dos santos now you know like i mean that's like big names but they're not you know it's not a big fight but i mean it was back then because brock lesnar was huge and he hadn't fought in a long time and and everything and same like daniel cormier and anderson silva you know cormier was still in his prime but anderson silva was you know starting to fade already um you know we had kane velasquez and travis brown like that was that was a kind of a joke. Um, yeah. you know, Kel- Kelvin Gaston and Johnny Hendricks, you know, big names, but Johnny Hendricks was fading fast at that point. You know, you had Sage Northcut, who is probably you know that version of Bo Nickel now. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, so yeah, it's like, you know, and Bo- freaking Jim Miller. Look
2: at the <laughs> look at the UFC these days. Like who? Yeah, who's really a, who's really a star? Connor. There's strategic yeah. reasons why Connor's not on this show. Yeah, because show. they want to save
1: him for John Jones. You know, John Jones is hurt. Yeah. Odessa um, Odessa
2: might be on the card. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Sean O'Malley is Sean O'Malley. You know. They 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 want him to headline headline his own card that doesn't have three hundred and not in Las Vegas. Yeah. They want to see. They so the see only
1: him. other thing you could do is if you
2: brought back like you know Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz. Yeah, um, and Nate. has you know. been campaigning, but Nate's also a pain. In, pain in the ass to deal with. You know, yeah. Corey is, Mas is. Masvidal
1: would be, you know, another big name, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, um, but I mean, those are big names, but they're not necessarily top fighters.
2: Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, Donald Cerrone, you know, like if he wanted to fight again, you know, you could put him on this card, but I mean, you know, it would help for some marquee value. I, I it would I don't think he wants to fight again. So, okay. Well, there you go. But I'm just saying like, those are the kind him? of guys. Have you seen him lately? No, but I'm guessing he's, he's 220.
2: You... <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if you'd recognize him because he's oh. got, he's got long hair. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So he's probably looking like, uh, you know, like Matthew McConaughey. He's uh, he's he's doing bull riding. and he's he's oh. going. He's he's supposed to be riding Dana White's big old bull here in a in May or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you're you're right though. Like when you look at this card, like uh, yeah, I'm looking at it, and you got three people that held world titles like in the last two years, you yeah. know, and uh, and then well, four actually: Divisón Figueroa, Alderman Sterling, Charles Oliveira, and Yuri Pachaska. Yeah. So, you know, like that those are I mean, those are big as big as it gets in UFC right now. That's yeah. the thing. So, yeah. um they just haven't broke through to the mainstream, but they're big in in the MMA world. So, yeah. um I think people are going to look back at that card eventually, you know, and say like when it finally happens, man, this card's loaded. Um but yeah. it's just and, not and really it's also, are looking.
2: At it. And it's also, you know, they're still they're running more shows than they Yeah. Well, 2016 they were running a lot of shows, but they're running 42, 40, 43 events and they 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 stretch themselves thin. They don't make guys fight fight as much because they <laughs> yeah. they don't want to pay up.
1: Let's well, and that, I mean it. So it's the the no stars is kind of by design. Yeah, they in a you way.
2: Know, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> no. No, I mean, and you know
1: what? Like, if Ronda Rousey wanted to fight, you know, they'd probably put her on this card, but she doesn't. And yeah, they don't,
2: or this, you know, it's a different UFC 200 was still, was still when the Fertitas yeah. owned them. And now I can see Misha Tate maybe being added a, to this card. Uh, now it's Endeavor. Now it's Endeavor. Yeah. It's a completely yeah. different, different. Yep ball game you know absolutely yep all right well that is gonna wrap it up ryan
1: uh we had a good show here we uh we had about our regular time uh maybe a little bit longer than we thought we were going to uh but uh ryan uh why don't you uh tell people your plugs
2: yeah i'll be back in the wrestling observer <laughs> <laughs> newsletter this week with a full recap of uh, the ufc on espn plus 92 from this past weekend and then on front page duty this weekend for UFC 297 live coverage and possibly on wrestling observer radio following the show. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. I, I would prob- probably with Garrett, I would think. Yeah. Which yeah. is why he's paying more attention to UFC now.
2: Yeah. That, um, that, that was uh, you know, as yeah. far as I knew, that was the plan plan for post UFCs, where where Garrett, yeah. myself, and Dave, you know, talking. Yeah,
1: which uh, I thought I, I thought it went off really well last time. Uh, you guys did the show earlier, so you were all a little bit more lively. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, I uh, my run of doing a million shows this week is done. Uh, you know, I you can find me all over the Fiky Media free feed. I, I guess I'm on the wrap this weekend, and I was on. Uh, Speaking of Strong Style with Jeremy Finestone and, uh, you know, regular Dynamite show that I always do. Um, so, yeah, I'll be back with the Dynamite show, though, later on tonight on uh, Fike Game Media YouTube channel, assuming I bring all my equipment with me. Um, if for some reason I'm not there, uh, Jeff will find a capable replacement, probably Kevin Ealy. Um, but, uh, I'm planning to be there. Um, and then, uh, of course, Ryan and I'll be back next week to, uh, recap UFC 297 and talk about whatever else happens, which, uh, being a pay-per-view week, there'll probably be a lot of news. So, um, you can check that out. So for Ryan, I've been Paul and Ryan, why don't you take us home like you always do? All right. I
2: hope everybody enjoyed the show. Have a great week and enjoy mm-hmm. the fights this weekend. Later.